All right, cool, man. This Corner Store Podcast, episode 20. Got myself and my guy, Phil. What's going on, man? How you doing? What's good? What's good? Yeah, man, we in here. I'm just chilling, man, on a, on a beautiful Sunday. I need to be outside trying to get these last beach days in, but... <laughs> beach days. <laughs> man, you know, it's about 75. You know, it's nice weather. You can go out there and chill, whatever, but... Mm-hmm. You know, winding down, man. We're, we're approaching this, this cold weather soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. There could be a factor in um, cases skyrocketing with the flu season coming in. So, you know, are, are people still going to be doing, like, normal things or are they going to try to scale back and, and be indoors more? Man, I, I would imagine that, you know, people sit their ass down somewhere. I mean, it's, it's going to be cold outside. Hopefully that reduce transmission. That's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never know with people, man. People spread the flu during the flu, flu this flu season now, so now there's there's no telling what to expect. I guess you would expect it to be worse. I mean, they already I, I've seen a couple of posts, uh, a couple of uh, um, uh, what do you call them articles, a couple of articles with them talking about you know increases and second waves and all this, and uh, just gotta wait and see now, man. I hope that's not the case because of the awareness that we have now, because prior to, you know, this whole pandemic, you know, you know, we, we always known about flu season and no matter if people are sick or healthy, people was walking around with masks. I mean, I, I, I used to go to work sick. Right. <laughs> A lot of exactly. people went to work sick. Exactly. You know, you're, yeah, you, you're, you're cramped in uh, public transportation, buses and trains, you know, people coughing and shit. And, and if someone wants to do that right now, I mean, that'll literally be taboo. And people gonna be looking at you like you're crazy. Like, motherfucker, stay home. I mean, if you're sick, stay home. I don't want you on this damn train right. coughing. Right. Season. So hopefully, I mean, from that aspect, hopefully it doesn't skyrocket as people claim it's gonna be because of the awareness. Everybody's masked up. I guess we'll see. You know what? You know, as somebody who rides public transportation, I have seen the increase in number of people on the train in the morning. It's, it's starting to pick up. So I guess people are getting back into the office. Uh, people still, you know, kind of do their best to keep their distance. But even amongst the, the people who, you know, are smart enough to wear masks or try to be cautious and wear gloves and keep their distance from people, it's always two or three motherfuckers that don't want to wear a mask or on the train drunk or oh, really? high or high. And, uh, you know, they going through trying to beg and sell sick. Like, that type of stuff has not stopped. So even if everybody on the train is doing the right thing, all it takes is one or two to just be carrying that shit through the train. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know what CTA going to do about it, if they can do anything about it. You know, but, yeah, it's gonna, it's definitely, from that standpoint, it's still, it's still a challenge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, when you think about it in that, that aspect, the opportunity for the increase is definitely going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I might Man. have to start driving to work. <laughs> now, do you have a parking lot to go to? I do, man, but I don't want to pay $17 a day. <laughs> is, is, is there a monthly plan for it? Uh, There's a couple of spots that's monthly, man, but yeah, I just don't, I, I don't really have the money right now. Like uh, my car got, one of my cars got hit yesterday. Not the so, new one. We bought a we bought another new car, yeah, and another a new one. We literally bought it Wednesday, oh, and sure. it got hit. So I'm mm. we like pissed off about that shit. Some dude was 
driving in uh one of those excursion vans or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, his at the somebody over there told me that his the axle broke, and he was driving down the street, around the block, and he hit like ten cars. And mine just happened to be one of the cars he hit. So he hit. Uh, we had bought a, uh, you know, we got the Chevy Traverse, but we also bought a, a Chevy Trax. So he hit the Trax, and he didn't have it before days. Oh wow, wow. that shit ridiculous, dude. Okay, shit. You can't have shit. And this is the, ironically, you know, we normally have a private parking, but they resurfacing the parking lot. So we've been parking the car on the street. Mm-hmm. And just when we do that, this motherfucker come and tear the car. I don't, that shit just pissed me off so much. Man, I couldn't even talk yesterday. I'm oh, so fucking wow. yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. Um, shit, I almost considered getting me a, I mean, I'm not going to get a new car per se, but I want to. Get something newer, like, like a used car. I don't. I don't think I want to buy a new car, like probably till post retirement where I can pay cash. But right. I had a my check. Angela came on. I'm on my way to work a couple of weeks ago. Like, oh shit. So I just wondering, like, what the hell the problem it was. But I just ended up driving um, Cassie's car, like the uh, that following day. Um, actually, for that uh, for the rest of the work week, and I finally took it to a mechanic. It was just a $200 issue so it really wasn't that bad so so I kind of bought myself hopefully a few months with this car at least get through the winter I mean yeah. I said this I said the same shit last year like man I just want to get through <laughs> one more winter but yeah the winter's upon us now so might as well just just try to strive for for the yeah. spring that's what we was hoping to do but you know with the Cadillac but um the Cadillac started leaking gas and I'm like Come on, man. I just paid a bunch of money to get this car fixed with the brakes. Now it's leaking gas. So I took it there. You know, they told me it wasn't going to be that much, probably like five or $600 to fix it. But they said it was all rusted under the bottom. So I'm like, well, if you fix it now, it's going to be something else. You know what I'm saying? I can't afford to be down to one car in the middle of the winter. So I just said, fuck it. I went and bought the cheapest car I could find. First, we bought the little uh, Chevy, uh, a Chevy Spark. <laughs> Nisi uh, had that for like two days. It was like, I can't drive it. It's too small. I think I'm getting ran off the road. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, that thing is so tiny. I didn't even realize it was that small. So I told her, just go ahead, take it back and get a new one. She bought the tracks instead. And now so you the, got swipe, side swipe. So the tracks is um, it's just like a mini like crossover or something? Yeah, I guess it's basically, a, yeah, I guess you could say it. It's like right under a SUV. Mm-hmm. Like that, uh, this this new vehicle size. I don't, I don't know what they're going for with it. I don't know. It's just kind of like a tall car. It's mm-hmm. not really like the size because it's it's not the length of like a Malibu. It's like a, a Sentra, like a size, like the size of a Nissan Sentra, just a little taller. Right, but, right. But these little shoot. I don't know what these little cars, these car dealerships are going for with this this new interim size. But you know, she like it so. It's probably, it for the, it's probably for the gas mileage. It ain't great on gas. It's okay. Really? Uh, it's like, uh, I think it's like 21 to 30. So it's right in the middle. Oh, for that small, you expect to get a little bit more out of that. Yes, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's kind of strange. It's kind of strange. But, you know, it is what it is. She like it. It's easy to park. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, um, 
some other stuff in the news. Look like your boy is going back to the NBA Finals. Man, once again, LeBron is in the finals. I mean, I, I guess, you know, starting out this year, you kind of expected to see, you know, the Clippers and the Lakers in the final, in the Western Conference Finals. Obviously, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, Clippers are some suckers, man. They are some suckers. suckers. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, the man is there, dude. I mean, he had the team around him. You know, he got quality team around him. AD definitely stepped up and, and solidified his place on that team. And, uh, you know, you, you're talking about a, a, a pure athlete, man. You cannot take that away from him. Old as he is, LeBron still LeBron. doing it at that level. Yeah. Well, well, you know my feelings on him being as old and still being this dominant. I mean, but yeah, he pay a million dollars a year. Yeah, that's nothing compared to hundred thirty-two million dollars that he makes. So <laughs> why not? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, if you if you if you still got like a lot of well, some gas in the tank, if you're that close to winning chips, especially if you get Anthony Davis, you know, by by virtue of um, him being on your uh, sports agency. So, oh, so it's a conspiracy, basically, is what you're saying. I mean, <laughs> as far as that conspiracy, I mean, is that is that an open? I mean, everybody knows that it's LeBron's agency. <laughs> but uh, I still can't believe that. The Lakers ain't his team, though. He don't pay the bill. He don't pay they, uh, he don't supply their budget. Mm. No, no, it's just how everything kind of went down and how they acquired Anthony Davis. As, as far as like the Pelicans, they they were kind of like their their hand was forced and they put a plant in David Griffin, who used to be the Cavs GM, to kind of make that deal happen. I mean, it, everything was out in the open, but it, it really wasn't much outrage because the mainstream media, they really want LeBron to win chips. Yeah, I, I agree. I would agree on that. Yeah, But I I would also say that <clears throat> That's just basketball. It's not. It's nothing new to that. That oh. the the or, the way that the sport itself is designed, you know, mm. teams are going to benefit the league. Certain teams are going to benefit the league. So you know, you in the decade where it was one power person per team, that mm -hmm. was that was that era. That's not the era anymore. You got pretty well, much. Wait, what, what, what era are we talking about? What era are we talking about? Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, you know, the icon icon years where you had those icon players. So the sort of they modern NBA. Yeah, modern NBA. That's that's not the NBA anymore. Uh okay. every team had two bona fide yeah, somewhat all stars. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't Kinda say it was that, more spread out. Um I, I wouldn't say that it was more spread out. I, I actually think that back then you had you may have had multiple talented people on your team, but there was one clear star. Right. Every team had a clear star, and some teams had two all-stars, or maybe three, like the Celtics or or the Lakers. But but well, in general, I, I, every team had had that one star and borderline all-star. I mean, that's that's just how it was. That was because it, this was pre-free agency back then. Um so yeah, I teams mean, were kind okay, of forced we, we into it's a stand to one team. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess you, you could say that. I would say that a lot of the All-Stars that were made um, were made because those teams were championship teams. I wouldn't say that there was they were stars before they were champion. That's what I'm saying. Like, all right, like when you think of the Boston Celtics, who do you think of, you know, during the Larry Bird era, 
who would you say were his co-stars? As far as those Celtics teams, like mm-hmm. I would name like the two main ones. Obviously, it's Bird and Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale, right? Yeah. If you take Bird off that team, is Kevin McHale an All Star? Uh, he is considered a top five power forward of all time. Would you consider him the star of the team if Le- if he wasn't if Bird wasn't there? I don't think you would. If Bird, huh? I mean, yeah, yeah, I probably would. <laughs> I, I would. Not that he would be the star then. I don't think there would be. No, I think no I'm saying different. when when you when when you cut the head off a snake, then like a new head will automatically appear. Who would who would the automatic star be? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Um, if you would have clipped the head off, yeah, he would have been a star. But what I'm saying is, the. Le- I'm, what I'm saying is Larry Bird made him a star because of the attention that Larry Bird got. People started looking at other people on the team. They wouldn't – I don't think that if he wasn't – if Larry Bird wasn't on the team, I don't think that people would look at Kevin McHale as a star. I don't think he would have been a star. I mean, he was – like back then, he was Kevin Love, but he just didn't have a jump shot. He was, he was a strictly post player, rebounder, and decent passer, but he was right. literally Kevin Love. And Kevin Love, he was, he was an all-star in Minnesota. And he came to Cleveland and was a C, a, a C star. <laughs> right. He was just relegated to just standing on a corner, just shooting threes. That's that's basically what I'm saying. Like, as far as when I say star, I mean, when I say Boston, you say Larry Bird. You don't say Kevin McHale. Oh, I mean, it, it, people do say McHale too, man. I, 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 okay. Well, we, maybe that's a just, bad example. Just like, just like with the Lakers. Obviously, we all know Magic Johnson. Who was that second star? It was worthy because it was yep. at a time it was Jabbar. I mean, it was, yeah. uh, it was, yeah. But, but when you think of the Lakers, you think of Magic Johnson. Of course. Right. 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 Magic and Bird. I mean, they ruled that era. That's what I'm that, saying. That, you don't, that, you don't right. say Mikhail that, and Worthy ruled that era. You say Magic and, and Bird ruled that era. Right. Right. Of course. So, so right they, now, they, right. Right. They are the alphas. Of course, you, so, you, you mentioned the alphas, but. Okay, look at the 76ers. Who was the alpha on that team when they won back in the 80s? Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Irvin Johnson, right? That's what you're talking about? Dr. J. Yeah. Dr. J, right. Yeah. I don't know who else was on no, that no, team. No, 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 Ju- Julius Irvin. <laughs> Julius Irvin, right. <laughs> you, you name Magic Johnson's government right, name. Okay. I'm sure it's always, always because of their first name, I always, yeah. I think now, Urban, yeah, Urban. Now, who, who was, was his that? second star? No idea. Moses Malone? Moses Malone. Okay, Moses Malone. Yeah. But okay. even still, like, even when you think about Moses Malone, what was he really known for? He was a high-efficient scorer. He was, yeah. He, he, was, he, he was, yeah, he was a very efficient big man. So he just needed, he just needed that, that perfect co-star to, like, finally go over the hump. Right, so, so was he the co-star or was it was uh, Dr. J's team, but but right. uh but but Moses both Moses and him brought them over the hump. So right. It was just a I guess situation. what I'm I guess what I'm getting at is now you have two bona fide stars on teams now. You got LeBron and A D. You got uh Jokic and uh not What's only it? not only they're stars, they're superstars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Superstars, elevated right. stars. Right. It's, so, it's, you know, it's only roughly five superstars like 
like total in in like every era like like you know on average so like in those past eras like now like it's, it's no more than five superstars today Do you, would you really say that yeah. after these playoffs yeah i wouldn't say that i would i mean the lakers have two so that's just the given that is more than five you can still say Giannis. Well, you can still well, say well, Jimmy Butler. You can still say, uh, even though they lost the Clippers. Giannis, Giannis is not a superstar yet. Giannis is a superstar, even though no. he hasn't made it to the chip. He's still a superstar. Derrick Rose was the superstar. He never made it to the chip. Rose wasn't a superstar either. He 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 he, he, he was just a high caliber all star, and he didn't do it for a long time. He did it for a very short stretch. He won Derrick a superstar. Rose, had a number one selling shoe at one point and number one selling jersey. He was a superstar. Michael Joe got the number one shoe right now. Is he a superstar? Yeah, obviously. He's the biggest <laughs> superstar ever. <laughs> I'm about active players, man. <laughs> He's still a superstar. I mean, <laughs> active players. I mean, every. I think every team's, I think right now, the majority of teams have a superstar that you would consider on the level of Magic Johnston. Almost. Maybe half the league. So you think Devin Booker superstar? I wouldn't think of Devin Booker. I would think of uh, the other guard. Wait, man, who Devin Booker play for? Phoenix. No, nah, I wouldn't even think of Phoenix. <laughs> uh, what about I mean, Luca? You, you think Luca superstar? Yeah. Luca. Yeah, I think Luca's a superstar. He, I don't think he he's is, got. I think it's a superstar talent. He hasn't gotten that type of recognition just yet. He got the potential. Right. But he's right. not there yet. Yeah. But yeah. I, I wouldn't say the same thing about Giannis. I mean, he got how many MVPs already? That's two straight. Yeah, so you can't really say he not. Even though he ain't been to the chip, and right now, if has, anybody were he, to make a trade... He has to he win a championship in order to justify those MVPs. I, I mean, yes, so. yes, he earned them, but he needs to have a championship. He, I, I agree. He definitely needs to have a championship, but I don't think to... I don't think the championship warrants the MVPs because they're not playoff MVPs. They just uh, MVPs. Right. Season I get MVP. it. I get it. Like, like imagine if Steve Nash's sons end up winning at least one championship, we would view Steve Nash totally different. I mean, we we'll likely view him greater than uh, John Stockton, but John yeah. Stockton for right now is, is, is probably a better player than Steve Nash. But imagine, if, if Nash was to have one or two chips, you think John Stockton was a better player than Steve Nash? Oh yes, all yeah, better all around player. Yeah, John Stockton was a dog. oh Stockton. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about John Starks. I'm like John John, John, John Starks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 Stockton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Wait, did Stockton the the Jazz got chips when no the Jazz didn't get no chips at all, did they? The Rockets took them chips when the Bulls was out. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I would actually kind of keep them at the same plateau. I wouldn't say – I would say they were at the same level of stardom. They were both quiet stars. I mean, one has to be better than the other. So, like, who would you choose? I would choose Nash, to be honest with you. No, all right. I mean, it's not, it's, 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 not a, it's not a wrong answer. It's just how you, you know, interpret – Well, I mean, career. Nash was able to do it on different teams. Uh. As far as Dallas and uh, yeah. and Phoenix, yeah, okay. he was able to. And Stockton was nothing without Malone. So, Malone was yeah. nothing without Stockton. 
I mean, exactly. it, it's a team well, effort, Nash, man. Nash was the, hot, was the business by itself. Now, he always had Dirk with him. And, 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 and with Phoenix, he had a crew. He had Joe Johnson, uh, Sean Marion, uh, Damon Stoudemire, Rajah Bell, Boris Diaw. All B, C, B and C players. No, I mean, Phoenix Phoenix was a, was a great team. They just had the wrong coach. They, they Tony wasn't the right coach for them. I mean, they had a high-octane offense, but they just couldn't get past the Spurs. And, and they actually beat the Lakers one year. But And, and, and one year, like, the Lakers beat them. But, um, but yeah, they should have at least went to the championship with, with that core of um, players. But, but, yeah, man. I mean, this, you know, it's some, a lot of it's timing. But I still think yeah. – the role that he was playing um in the in the time and the era that he was in uh, i think he had i think he faced different competition every day Who, oh, um steve nash, nash. yeah stiffer every competition day. every day <laughs> every day <laughs> every day i mean really uh, utah only had to deal with who the rockets probably the trailblazers at that time the bulls well, however many, how many other great teams was it really in the league at that time? You talking since since Stockton was drafted? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, you still had you had the Lakers, you had the Blazers, um, on Seattle. The Lakers, Blazers, okay. Seattle. Yeah, Seattle was on, was on a come up. Um, this was, this, yeah, Phoenix. That was before before Barkley got there, right? Well, far, yeah, Barkley got that ninety three, right? So I mean, as far as competition, the West Coast competition then was not what the West Coast competition was when Nash was over there. I mean, Phoenix was still good prior to Barkley because they had they had all stars and uh, Kevin Johnson and Tom Chambers. Yeah, Kevin so, Johnson was on the backside of his career, though, wasn't he? He was still he was still a a, a good player when Barkley got there. Okay. okay. Well, I mean, it's even still, I think that right now most teams have a good two, maybe one superstar, uh, one or two all-star, potential all-star players, and then the role players right now probably compete at a higher level than some of the all-stars back in back 10, 15 years ago. So. <laughs> I mean, you have an example? Of a third stringer that would play better than all-stars? Or right, a right. Stringer? Carmelo right. Anthony. <laughs> um, Carmelo. So so his role players play better than him. No, he's a role player now. No, he I'm only saying, started in the playoffs. Are, are, are you talking about this playoff run? Yeah. I'm saying, but which which player did he play better than? I mean, he, he didn't play better than CJ or Dane. No, I'm saying as a role, the role players now are just as good as the star players then. Oh, see, see, right. That's the thing. This is where you messed up at. Carmelo's not a star anymore. <laughs> He's he just a name. He, now he's he a role player. That's what I'm saying. So he played just as good as stars did now. Because I don't think he played that much better now than he did years ago. Oh, so, so you're saying as a role player today, he would be better than all stars back in the day. Or he would be close to equivalent. He would be much higher rated. Yeah, I think now. I mean, Carmelo's whole career is overrated. He, I don't know. He's he just not a high. He's just not a high IQ basketball player like that. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I I I, I kind of stay away from Carmelo. He's a kind of a obscurity in basketball. He talented scorer. He could play defense when he wanted to. He he wasn't never really coached well, or he never really got along with his coaches. You know, so I don't know, man. He just kind of fell into a, a bad. I, I think he got into a, a bunch of bad situations in the NBA. I don't well, after I, after I, leaving I, Iverson, it was never good anymore. No, no, and after after Chauncey, okay, after yeah. Chauncey Billups, not because Iverson, he was another low IQ. Well, he he wasn't like the best um, decision maker when it comes to basketball, but he he was a a great individual player. He can right. he can feel the um, ESPN, um, you know, highlight uh, reel. yeah, highlight reel, yeah. But um, but yeah, I, I actually personally blame the Detroit Pistons for why we view Carmelo the way we view him because they should have drafted him mm. back in 2003 because they, they drafted Darko Milicic. And he barely got any tick at all during that year. And imagine if Melo was on that team. I mean, we would view him totally different today. So, and actually Detroit probably would have gotten maybe two or three chips during that time frame. Yeah, they would. I think I agree. They got one, didn't they? Yeah, they only got one, and they they went back to back years, and um, that following year they lost to the Spurs in seven games. Right. So 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 yeah, imagine Melo was on that team, man. I mean, shit. Yeah, they would have had a lot. Of, they would have had a lot of power. That would have been a lot of uh, scoring power on that team. Right. Right. But I mean, it's neither here nor there, you know. But I think the main thing I was going for is that. The, the focus of the league has changed so so much more significantly because of the amount of money that it generates. And, you know, the league has to do what it has to do in order to support itself. So it's going to make situations like Anthony Davis to the Lakers a possibility. It's You're right. Awesome. At the end of the day, this is this is still a business. This, yeah. you, you still got to have the entrance. You, I'm sorry, the interest, rather. Yeah. And you got to have, um, you know, drive your uh, stars, um, you know, uh, their popularity, you know, as far as the storyline with Kobe dying early this year. And, yeah, it's a great story for Lakers fans to to have a championship. But, you know, for me, as, as a LeBron hater, I hate that, that he's going to benefit from this possible championship. But, but hey, hopefully Miami Heat give him a good run because um, yeah. at, least, at, least, at least with the Heat, they, they literally got four bodies at all times to, like um, – you know, guard on pretty much throughout the whole game. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see how that's going to work out because, you know, you know, with, with Jimmy, Jay Crowder, Iggy, and um, it's one more. I mean, possibly Bam can probably try to try to stick stick him, but who's going to stick Anthony Davis? That's that's the big key. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely they do they have a better matchup. You know, mm-hmm. it's better matchups there. So, and Jay Crowder played with him for a year, so you know, he's I think he's played LeBron pretty well in his career. Cause he did it with another team. What was he at before he came to Cleveland? Wasn't he a Nugget? Well, no, he was he, at- he was um he was with Boston. He, he came from Boston. Boston. Yeah, he right. He was somewhere else before that though. Wasn't he on another team before Boston? Actually, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure because I, I the first time I've noticed him, he was with Boston because okay. he was included in that Kyrie trade. Right. And yeah, then, and then leaving leaving Cleveland because actually he left. He didn't stay throughout the whole year. He was traded to um, he was traded to Phoenix. I'm sorry, to to Utah. 
That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking afterwards. Right, he was yeah, traded to Utah. I do remember him playing against LeBron when he was in Utah. And I think he did a pretty good job guarding LeBron. So, I mean, you know, he played and, with and, him. And, and he, he can't stand LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> he can't stand him. So, it's going to add a little, a little yeah. bit little bit meat to the whole storyline of, um, you know, I mean, I, I, actually, I doubt that the media would kind of bring that up. But, um, but yeah, everything is about the, um, you know, Anthony Davis, LeBron James championship to L.A., post Kobe Bryant. And, yes. Yeah. It's going to be an ESPN, Fox Sports, Bukaki Fest when it comes to LeBron James <laughs> winning championships. So. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, they're already starting to light up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> every, one day it's, oh, Utah, I mean, uh, Denver's going to come back and all of a sudden the Cinderella story over and LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. I mean, despite the fact that Anthony Davis, you know, playing at a high level, phenomenal level, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's it's definitely still about LeBron James. And you got to give him credit where credit is due. It ain't like he, you know what I'm saying, just sat back and watched the game go. He played ball. He, oh, yeah. He, he he is a key factor of why they're winning also. Yeah, I'll give him that type of credit. Yeah, so, and I mean, I mean uh, I'm, I'm interested. I'm a hater, but I'm not a liar. So, I, I do see with my own eyes what's happening. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting, though, because uh, that boy Hero – from Miami. I don't know where he came from. Hey, 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 I, I, I told Eric that um, <laughs> this is my hot take. My hot take was that Tyler Hero is going to be the finals MVP because of because he went to Kentucky and being that the whole Breonna Taylor um, uh, situation happened and basically he's going to play the hero character as far as this whole NBA uh, storyline. So I think Tyler Hero, if he plays like he played in game four, yeah, I mean, that boy was unstoppable against, <laughs> against the Celtics. Man, I, that You just shooting everywhere. That crap. But I think the Lakers going to sweep Miami. <laughs> 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 the Lakers going to sweep Miami. Jim, Jimmy Butler going to have a pissy fit and go get traded. <laughs> you know what? They going to blow the team up. You know what, Jimmy? Jimmy loves Miami. Jimmy loves Miami. I mean, he 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 has a great rapport with Pat Riley and, and Eric Spolstra, and yeah, I, I think they got good synergy on the team. So I don't think Jimmy's going anywhere. So they they got a good thing going. So I mean, if I was him, I wouldn't leave. I mean, plus it's Miami. Who wants who wants to leave Miami? When, when, when you got a good like team. A he just seemed like a brat to me now, man. Really? Maybe uh, maybe Paul George uh, uh, leave the Clippers and and. Uh, uh, Jimmy will go play with uh, play play for the Clippers. No, I, actually, I'm hearing that Giannis may go to the Heat. <laughs> oh, I've seen that garbage. I don't think he's gonna lose. I think he already said he was gonna um, come back to Milwaukee. Did he say that post? Um, yeah, he he said po something. Post on following like the team on on Twitter. Yeah, it was after that. He made an announcement to the fans. Oh, okay. Okay, so, cool. Uh, yeah, cool. I mean, I, I think he don't stay there. They're they going to have to pick up another piece, though. I, they, I was so disappointed with the Bucks, man. They they definitely need another piece. I, I don't know what that piece is. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Their, their biggest problem is that they got rid of Malcolm Brogdon this past offseason. Yeah, that, that's probably – they missed him a lot this year. Yeah, and, uh, and, and Bledsoe didn't play up to par. And um, they got – two three-point happy in which they literally died, died off the three-point line. And Giannis, mm -hmm. he needs to improve his jump shot because once they close that wall in a the paint, then then it's, it's like it's, 
you know, he's like a chicken with his head cut off. I mean, he really don't know what to do beyond that. I mean, if he up his up his mid range, up his three pointing, up his free throw uh, percentage, because you can't be afraid to go to the free throw line, especially in crunch time. So right. they're gonna crowd that lane. You gotta you gotta force your way through that. Like you gotta make them foul you because you are one of the most dominant players in the league. So you, you, you gotta, gotta take that extra step. Free throws, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he he's still he's still very young. Oh yeah, yeah. He don't he, really have no veterans on his team that can really offer any type of, uh, su- you know, support from that aspect. I mean, the veteran on the team is Brooke Lopez. Yeah, yeah. Where's his history to support a player at that level? So, you know, I think he do need some veteran support. Maybe I mean, it seems like he isolates himself from other players in the league. Like he don't really have relationships with them. Like you know, uh, KD and LeBron and. Uh, I kind of get it though because he's not American, so like it's as far as as far as the American players like like meeting up and and having like scrimmages and stuff like that. Right. I mean, like to him, he he's trying to beat these guys, and he right. don't want to be buddy buddy with them in the offseason. I mean, I, I totally get it. It's just different mentality. Yeah, no, and I I agree. I, it's uh I I I get where he come from, and that, and that's kind of probably what makes me like him Mm-hmm. A little bit more because he's all about his team and all, all about focusing on himself as a player. But that's an old school mentality, yeah. yeah. But this ain't that league no more. These guys is all hooking up and you know playing, practicing over the over the uh, you know the off season, and they understanding each other game. And that's where something you know that veteran leadership. They, he know he not really have no resource for that. So he need to he need to get his ass into some summer leagues and start hooping with these dudes. Yeah, you know what? That's a great point because, like, even when Michael retired and as he was trying to get ready to, like, come back when he was filming Space Jam, remember when he had those players come to yep. L.A. and, and mm-hmm. he ran scrimmages just to kind of get some intel yeah. on everybody's game? Yeah, that, that helped him out in, 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 like, the final season when they won 70 games. So, yeah. Yeah, he he, need, he yeah. needs to do that. And, I mean, he got a decent supporting cast. I, I do think they need a uh, – They need one more. Yeah, They need a point guard. They need a point guard. Um, somebody with some real zip, you know, with, with a nice shooting game, and uh, I think that'd be good. Some some veteran advice. Saying, but, but who's out there though? That's what I'm saying. Nobody really out there unless you can get, unless you can get Steph Curry to lead Golden State. Come on, man. <laughs> Steph Curry. Steph Curry is the Bay Area. I can't imagine him going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, especially not to Milwaukee. <laughs> right, especially that beautiful new stadium that they just got. Shit, I'm like, owner trying to get his 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 best bang for his buck. I mean, you got to keep Steph and Clay at least. Yeah, I mean, you can you you can always get rid of Draymond and, and like a couple other players because I think Carl Anthony Towns is going to end up going to Golden State. Yeah, I think I, I read that earlier um, in the season too. Um, somebody else, uh, damn, I just lost it. Uh, shit. Somebody else. It's another point guard that, uh, all from Indiana. What's it? Oladipo? He, he got traded, right? He went on the Magic now, right? Or is he no, still he, in Indiana? No, he went from, he went from Orlando to, uh, Oklahoma City and then to, um, uh, Indiana. So he back in Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he I had a he, he had an ACL injury last year and he came back um late this year. Right. I think he he would he would be a good uh if they can manage him out of Indiana, that would be a good look for him. Uh, uh I mean, yeah, but um 
got some yep. depth. He got some depth experience. I mean, like a, it's not a lot of guards out there with that level of experience that he needs. You know what I'm saying? It's really not unless you can somehow get he. It, that's gonna come to Milwaukee. That's the thing. Obviously, he got a better chance of going to Milwaukee than you know any other guard leaving wherever they had to go to Milwaukee. <laughs> You know what, man? I, I just thought about this just now. Since since the Pelicans are literally kind of rebuilding right now, mm-hmm. they can probably try to get rid of Drew Holiday and send him to Milwaukee. Okay, that that might that and, 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 like and, and send and send Bledsoe, send Bledsoe to the Pelicans. I, I think I think that works out better because you know Holiday he he's a great defender, he's a great shooter. I mean, he got that veteran leadership. He I think he was All Star like at one point in his career, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think he'd be a great addition to that team. Yeah. Drew yeah I don't know if, I don't know if uh he would be the deciding factor, but I do think that would be a good trade. He'll be upgrade. He yeah, he'd definitely be an upgrade. Yeah, I definitely be upgrade, yeah. I mean with Middleton, Middleton, you know, showed some signs of superstardom in a couple of them games. He's just such a quiet he's such a quiet player. Right. Uh, he you don't see him. It's, I don't. I don't see him really lighting a fire up under his teammates. So they need to kind of have that co leadership, and I need. I think it needs to come from him, mm-hmm. and he needs to step his uh, you know, his his fire up. Because at the end of the game, he always twenty two and eight. You know what I'm saying? Twenty eight and eight. He's a, he can score at will. He just hasn't had the fire to do it. Um, since Giannis kind of sits there and, and makes I mean, it easy for him. I'm saying, but like 22 and 8, that's borderline Hall of Fame numbers, though, man. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> but it, it's so quiet. Yeah. It's just so quiet, you know what I'm saying? It's like he's just sitting there and the points is added up. It's not really affecting the team's fire. So, you know, right. if, if they get him, to, if he becomes more of a leader and just kind of lights the team up, I think they'll, they'll do better, man. I think they they right there. They right there. Yeah, they, yeah. They got just got to get over the hump, but that's basketball, man. <laughs> and possibly they may need like a new voice in the um in the coaching seat. So, mm. you think they yeah. think they need a whole new coach or just like another assistant coach or what? I think head coach. <clears throat> yeah, mm. I I think I think Budenholzer he he maximizes his players play in a regular season, but when it comes to the playoffs and when it comes to making adjustments and X's and O's and, and, and matchups, I don't I don't think he maximizes his team to like go further down the road. Mm. But it's, it's, as far as in the regular season, as far as clipping off teams on a random Tuesday night off a back to back, yeah, he's 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 the coach for that. But as far as in a seven game series where where he really gotta earn his money as a as an NBA coach, <laughs> I don't right. I don't I don't think he's the right coach for that team. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What you think about the Bulls' new head coach? You know what? The Bulls are a young team. Uh, I think Donovan is better with young players. Um, yeah, I, I think think it should work out. I think. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think Boylan was a good idea to begin with. Um, yeah, because yeah, think- yeah, Bo- yeah, Boylan he came from that San Antonio tree, and and he was he was kind of arrogant towards the players about like, yeah, we, yeah, what what we did in San Antonio, you know, this this. This this works back in San Antonio, but the players today, like like man, like that was San Antonio. It was a it was different players. Y'all had a different system, so right. you can't you can't bring the San Antonio shit here because we we don't have the staff for that. So right, yeah, coaches have to be able to adapt to their players. Right, 
much as they expect their players to adapt to their coaching staff. Right. A lot of leaders fail to understand that they, you know, to take the time to understand what they have in front of them before they start uh, trying to make the pieces work. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, I think that was – I don't think that was a good decision for them at, at any point, to be honest with you. Right. Uh, they did need to get rid of uh, whatever that dude's name was. I can't even remember. But I think Boylan was just a bad, bad choice. And I don't think he'll ever coach again. <laughs> Not an NBA. Um, he'll, he'll definitely be an assistant coach. I mean, someone pick yeah. him up. Yeah, do yeah that, I don't but... think he'll be a head coach. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he'll be a head coach. But, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy that they got some type of uh, – I would consider their new coach uh, um, a, a superstar level, a star level coach. You know, he's been there. Mm-hmm. He's had great talents. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I mean, they, they still the Bulls and they still a garbage team, but uh, at least they got a good coach. <laughs> Man, they garbage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, what they got, Kobe, Kobe, they got uh, who, who played for the Bulls? Hey, Kobe White, Zach Levine, uh, Lori Marketing. Um Marketing is 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 decent, but Zach, yeah. Zach Levine is just is he overrated? Uh I, I mean he 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 is a hooper. I won't say he's overrated. Um, I mean, we know his name because of the slam dunk contest, but but as far as as an overall basketball player, I mean, yeah, he got decent game. I won't say he's overrated though. He to me, Zach Levine is one of those players that come on the court, and everybody know him, and everybody know he could dunk the ball, um, and everybody know he can hoop, but don't nobody care. <laughs> but the few people who like him, I, I just don't see it from Zach Levine. I'm over him. I, I think that he's overhyped, uh, slam dunk champion. That's it. I mean, we got to keep our biracial player here here with the Bulls. Every NBA team got a biracial player. You got you got stuff. You got Kyle Kuzma. I mean, we got to keep Zach. We got to have one biracial player. Player. For us. <laughs> <laughs> got it. We got to be uh, or, or, or we got to be politically correct with the basketball team too. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, but he, he, hey, he, but he he got a bad sister though. I, I give him credit for that because I, 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 I saw I, I saw him throw our first pitch in, in Minneapolis when me and Cassie went up that one round the weekend. And because uh, back then he was with the Timberwolves, he just got drafted, and um, you know he he was out there with his family, and and he got a, his sister bad though. <laughs> I, I get a family Uh-oh. credit. <laughs> they I, do I produce beautiful children. Him. I would love to see him put up superstar numbers, and they mean something. Because, I mean, right now, I mean, I've seen, you know, marketing when he's – because he was out from injuries. Boo's just been running into a lot of injuries. But, I mean, they, between the three of them players, and I'll, I'll give Kobe – Kobe White, right? That's his last name? Kobe White. I, yeah, I, I'll give him – them, you know, each of them are a, a unique talent. I don't think that they're a playoff-level talent just yet. But, I mean, you know, it's left to be seen. It's left mm-hmm. to be seen. Right. They definitely hoopers though. They definitely can ball. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, uh, these last few minutes for uh, can you, are you planning to watch the football? I'm gonna watch the game today. Uh, I'm, I think I might go over to my dad's house and watch it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I just think it's just so funny because you're not really into football like that. <laughs> I'm not. I, don't, I, I, I I I tried many times to get into football, and I mean, I understand the sport. You know, I, I could watch it. It's just not one of those sports that I watch at home. But, like, to me, that's a, a sport you got to watch with people. 
Okay, so that's why you enjoy the Super Bowls then, because, you yeah. know, we all just getting together, watching the game and just talking shit, you know, stuff like yeah. that, right? It, okay. it, it, it's just not, um, you know, with, with NBA, you, you got constant attention grabbing because it's back and forth and back and forth. So the play is a little bit slower, obviously, in football. And I understand why people like it. Don't get me wrong. I can enjoy it. But, I, you know, because there's so much more time to talk between plays, you know oh, yeah. what I'm saying? That's that's where, you know, football lies for me. It, it lies in the conversation in between plays and stuff like that. So, gotcha. like, you know, you 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 could you could wait all game for a highlight. That's that's really the thing. Like, you could wait all game and a highlight could come in the last two minutes. So for that first three four quarters, you ain't see shit but back and forth and boredom. That's to me. That's what football is to me. Well, it's actually, sport. you got to watch the Red Zone Channel then. I yeah. think I think that by itself will solve that issue for you. Yeah, I could watch the red zone. I, okay. I, we watched it plenty of times, you know, and I can enjoy football. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but to me, it's it's just it's so much slower of a sport, and so I lose interest in it. Just like when I was younger, I used to love baseball. Now I can't watch that shit at all. You know what I'm saying? I used to love playing baseball. I can't I, I can't I can't really enjoy it because it's just too slow of a pace for me. I get distracted. Yeah, I mostly uh, watch baseball during the playoffs. Yeah, so as far as watching like a random baseball game in the regular season, I mean, I hardly, I hardly ever do that. So yeah, yeah. But and it's yeah. just my and my attention's just changed. And to be honest with you, I don't even watch NBA games no more. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, watch I, the highlight, the uh, highlight on YouTube. What is yeah. it? Uh, House of House of Hoops or House of Highlight, where you can watch every score and possession. Yeah, House of, I, I think it's House that. of Hoops. Or, no, no, you know what? That's how, it's how it's Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I start with the H, I know that, so. Yeah, so I, I just pretty much watch those for um for basketball because you could literally watch the whole game in five minutes. So. Right. You know, I, right. I can't sit down. You know, I got other shit right. to do. I can't sit down and watch games no more. Okay. And <laughs> and what's your thoughts on the uh, on the whole uh, Brianna Taylor um lack of indictment? Uh-huh. Um, when you really take all of your feelings out of it, that was what was supposed to happen. Yeah, I, I kind of expected that also, especially um, you know, we 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 all expected this brother this to um to to like lay down a hammer on on these cops, but um, I'm but 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 to me, like, let's say for example, if like mostly black people funded his campaign, do you think it'll be a different verdict? Oh, sorry, sorry, like indictment. Uh, nope. I, you know what, money, money changes like a lot of um, people's behavior. So, um, but yeah, just like with the whole Akai Gurley case back in Brooklyn, where there was a a black DA who, who was who was like in charge of um, supposedly um, see, seeking justice for Akai Gurley with uh, Peter Liang, and the Asian community they kind of circled their wagons around the whole case and they funded that that black guy's campaign and and he pretty much kind of like kind of like made that cop get off so so yeah money talks man and um if, if you're not funding these campaigns man then they 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 would not look out for your uh, best interest yeah I, I think where the law actually gets the decision right that the um the politics of any case are going to lean towards the law um because if in a case like this, where everybody's feelings are so, you know, up in the air, if we lean towards the people's emotions, 
and make an unlawful decision, then it kind of throws all of the, you know, all the decisions afterward in the toilet. Mm -hmm. And so in this case, when you really think about what happened, police, the law said they could lawfully break and bust into somebody's house and shooting starts happening. You can't expect the police not to shoot back. Right. You can't. You know what I'm saying? It, as much as your feelings is hurt about it, if her boyfriend didn't have a gun in the house, there's a greater chance that she would still be alive. Now, we, that's the world of ifs, and we don't live in that world. The fact is, if somebody breaking your house, police or otherwise, if you pull out your gun and decide you want to shoot, then you run the risk of being shot back. Mm. In this particular case, yeah, you know, it was a it was a civil case. It was an accident. It was a mistake. Mm-hmm. That's a civil case. That's solved in civil case. It's not solved in criminal case. Right, right. Criminal law. Right. So you know criminally, right. They they can't be liable criminally, but the actual uh, city could be yeah. held for wrongful death. Right. It okay. Happens. Yeah. So, so you know, being you know emotional about it says, oh, you broke in my house. You ain't even supposed to be there. I get it. But the law is what sent me there. You can't mm-hmm. blame the police officer if the warrant, didn't, you know, designated them to where they went. It was a right. mistake. It was an accident. And so, you know, I, like Charles Barkley said, I feel really bad about, you know, her losing her life under the circumstances. All right. This is, this is, to me, is dry, plain and dry. You know, it's dry and cut dry. They, they came in. Somebody shot at them. They shot back. That's mm-hmm. the end of the story. She was a, a innocent bystander. So yeah, yeah. I, I was hearing, um, I was hearing like, um, well, seeing headlines as far as like, um, I guess uh, the, um, I guess police try to get the uh, boyfriend to like, to like say some bad things about her, just to, just to kind of like assassinate a character, just, just for them to have yeah. like a better case. Yeah, I also like heard that. that the mom said something to the effect of uh, the police asked them, was anybody looking for her or looking for her boyfriend or something mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, obviously they did something. They knew they was in the wrong. They was trying. They didn't know how to react to it. They was doing stupid shit to cover it up. Right. But that's, you know, people are going to do that when they don't know what to expect. But when you actually look at the law, and the situations around, you know, their lawful uh, entry into that situation, you know, they they all they needed was the law to fall back on. They didn't need to do that extra shit. And so, because they did that extra shit, it makes it cl- it clouds the situation and creates all that speculation and hoopla around what could have, should have, would have been. But the mm-hmm. law is is plain and simple. It's black and white in that situation. Hey. Um- can can Benjamin Crump practice law in every single state in this country? <laughs> Absolutely, you have to apply for. He's uh, everywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it don't take much. Once you're a lawyer, you can you can cross get the exam uh, for any state that you want to practice in. So, yeah. Like I told y'all before, man. Like if something was happening to me, and and which um you know someone like Benjamin Crump would like come to my family, try to represent the family, I was like, hey. Keep this nigga away from my family. Well, he got keep them twelve him, million. So. Keep him away from my family. He got them twelve million. So. I mean, that's cool. They got the bag, but as, as far as from his standpoint, I think 
I think he just comes to these situations with bad intentions. But I mean, yes, yeah. they got they got twelve million dollars. That's that's great. But how much did he get? How much did the family get? Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? That's what yeah. I want to know. He, that's a good he, question. He ain't doing this shit for free. He's getting a bag. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely yeah. getting a bag. And uh, you know, people not really people don't really care about that. They they just want the highest profile lawyer that they can find. And he's in the, you know, he's in the eye of the storm. He's that, what do you call those uh, attorneys that run the accidents when they happen? Ambulance chasers. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's an ambulance chaser. He's a Black, li Black Lives Matter chaser, so. Right, right, right. Can't be mad at him, but. Hey, yeah, speak, speaking of them, man, uh, I, I guess they recently changed their mission statement. They kind of took out the whole, uh, we, we, uh, we dismantled the notion of like a Western, uh, patriarchal family structure like they they took that language out their mission statement which which is kind of ironic yeah because you've been talking about this for a long time they also had um somebody getting indicted for using their funds wrong you seen that in atlanta no uh, one of the guys was uh using uh black lives matter funds for personal shit buying cars and houses <laughs> oh that was black lives matter funds yeah Oh, I read something about uh, it, it was like government funds being used to like buy, buy some type of um like uh, Ferrari or, or a boat or some of some shit like oh, that. That might have been a different situation. Now this was a Black Lives protester, some light skinned black dude who was organizing protests and getting money from Black Lives Matter, or in or you know uh, raising money for Black Lives Matter. He was spending the money on personal stuff. I think they say like a hundred some thousand dollars. So like, how did he get the money? Like, like, did he did he create a page or something? I don't know. He he may have been part of the actual Black Lives Matter. Who I don't know. You know, they have to. You in order to uh, protest, you you know, you have to have funds in order to organize. Right. You know, get people in that area, insurance costs and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. they ain't they just all of them just showing up like that. But uh, I mean, if you call for, you know. Black Lives Matter, and you want to raise money for that, because I know they were also raising money to get people out of jail when they protest and go to jail. Yeah, so yeah, it's, too, it's like so. a separate fund set aside for for yeah for those protesters. For legal so. fees, right? I think yeah. Michael Jordan contributed what a million dollars to it this year. That's a pretty penny. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a penny wasted. You could have spent that money on housing, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, Black Lives Matter is some bullshit anyway. It's yeah. it's a it's a strong message, but be, like I've always said, if it's not a singular, defined <laughs> unit behind it with a, a, a clear message, uh, one single clear message at a time, it's just some bullshit. Oh yeah, yeah. Just take advantage of it. Yeah, but, man, y'all. Yeah, I mean, y'all thought I was crazy, y'all. Y'all call me homophobic. Y'all call me transphobic. Y'all y'all call me a lot of things, but I stuck to my guns and I feel vindicated. I, I wouldn't say vindicated. Yeah. <laughs> still, uh, you still talk all that <laughs> shit. <laughs> all right, man. These games for the come on, man. Hey, it, it was nice episode, man. You know, thanks for uh thanks for doing this. I'm not sure what the well, I'm not sure what Eric is doing, but um right, right now I, I guarantee you he's in front of the TV. About to watch the Bears kick off, but but yeah, man. Hey, thanks for doing this, man. And uh, yeah, hopefully next week, man, we probably end up doing it. Um, 
probably in the evening. So I could DVR at least the Sunday night game so we can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if we time. start like 30 minutes before the game start, you know, ain't shit happening in the first 30 minutes, but talk anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yep. yeah, man, go ahead, get to it, man. Happy Sunday. Enjoy your uh, your NFL. I'm about to get back here and finish my my Sunday duties. Cool, man. Likewise. Take it easy, man. All right, bro. All right, peace. Later.